Kids Classics. Howdy, listeners, and uh, welcome back to Kids Classics. Uh, this uh, little particular series, Fallen Friends, and we're starting with uh, Walter Okubitz. Well, first saw Walter in uh, a great series that I remember fondly as a child. It was called Wizards and Warriors. He's, of course, widely known for his recurring character in Twin Peaks. David Lynch also brought him back for uh, Twin Peaks The Return. He was in uh, the Fire Walk With Me film, also in The Client. Uh, Sadly, Walter passed away in uh, 2021 after a a long uh, battle with uh, health problems, but uh, unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately for me, I was able to uh, have a chat with Walter before he uh, he sadly left the stage for the final time. Here he is. Give him a big hand, Walter Okowitz. I loved how you were, I, I loved how you were always talking to your horse. Right. <laughs> it was a gift I was given from my uncle. Yeah. I could communicate with animals. Yeah, I love that. It, it was, was funny. We yeah. We had a we had a running bit uh, in the show, which I'm not sure how many times we used, but we, we were going to use it a lot more if we gone on. But where every time he sends me to go find something out, uh, like if I'm going to talk to ducks to find out where if someone had come by the area. You know, I would go do that and then come back. And Greystone was all serious, but I would come back and say, "Oh, I got this great joke. Two ducks walk into a pharmacy, and they and he said, will you stop it? I got, you know, got to get going.' <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fine. But I, I'd always get these ducks. I mean, these jokes from points of view of different animals. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. It was just, it was just a trip. Yeah, I love that. And I'd but... never ridden. Uh, yeah. I'd on. never ridden a horse before. Okay. And they wanted me to look, wanted me to look real comfortable. So after the pilot. And I don't know if people remember the opening credits when I come bouncing in on this horse. I had never ridden a horse, wow. but they kind of put me on a horse and said, you can trust it. And so I came in and then, but then when we were bought, uh, picked up and got to do the whole series, uh, we had about a two month period before we were going to start filming again. And we did uh, a horseback lesson every day for like uh, 40 days. So it was, I, I loved it. I just loved it. Yeah. It was a trip. Yeah. The unicorn of death. That was a great, uh, right. a great opening. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was a great show. I loved it. I loved it because I mean I loved uh, fantasy, but I also loved the um, the the irreverence that was that was part of it too. You know. Sure. You know, sure. The, the like the, the the setting was very uh, medieval, but the the jokes were kind of you know periods. So <laughs> weren't real periods. Yeah. So it was great. Yeah, it was a, it was a shame we lost uh, Jeff. 
Yeah, Jeff yeah. was a good friend, Jeff Conway. Yeah, that's sad. Jeff, I was, in fact, I was, I was by his side when he, uh, when he died in the hospital. And, uh, oh. and anyway, it's a loss of a good friend. Yeah, he but was. Uh, he seems like he was a great bloke, and uh, and and you two certainly um, had great, uh, as they say, chemistry on screen. Is important as he. Yeah. You know, you look like you were. Yeah, we really liked. Two good mates. We yeah. like we liked each other. Yeah. Yeah. We liked was, each other and played well together. That was great. I had met him originally doing. I had met him originally on on Taxi. Right. Right. And uh, so when that was all happening for for Wizards, we, uh, you know, he had a lot of good things to say about me, and you know, he was he was the first one cast right. in Wizards, yeah. so yeah, I, his okay was important at the beginning. There. Mm, it's a shame the yep. show. It's a, a shame the show didn't go on. Yeah, it was uh, maybe ahead of its time. I don't know. Yeah, it was the kind of satire that they weren't ready for yet. Yeah, yeah, we were on. I think we think we we're on nine weeks, and we were absolute dead last in the ratings every week. Wow. So, so it, yeah. it's funny how now fantasy is very popular. So yeah, definitely, definitely ahead of its time. I think. Yeah. Mm, totally. But um, reading uh, some other interviews and some other things about you, you said that uh, in one interview you caught the acting bug in high school. Is that that's the way it started? No, even before that, actually, oh, I was like in seventh or eighth grade. I right. got into a church play. It was, you know, originally it was a way to meet girls. Right. Just that's where the girls were. So we went and did did our little plays. Right. Uh, and I loved it, and I I just got really good at it quick. So. Uh, and I looked older, so it was interesting. The first, like the first play, the first major play I did in high school, I was 13, a freshman, the first year of high school. Right. And I got the lead in the, the school play, which was The Courtship of Eddie's Father, which was it became a series and a TV show and a movie. Right. Uh, but I, I had like, I forgot I was on stage the entire play. Uh, and I was playing with all these seniors who were all... 18, 17 years old, and this 13-year-old was in the middle of it, leading it all. So, yeah, I knew right away that's what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be, and so anyway, I yeah. loved it. Yes, way back in high school. Yeah, wow. So, so when you uh, when you finished high school, did you go and study at, at a school, or did you go to college and do theater, or? I went to a small Catholic college in Kansas. Uh, and did lots of plays there. I also had uh, some credentials with oratory and debate. Uh, I'd won the national oratory championship in my senior year of high school. Right. So I, I, uh, I did a lot of writing and stuff like that. I wanted to go to a small school. I went there. Um, and then uh, after my first year, I visited Colorado State University, and I loved it so much there. So I transferred over, and that's that's where I finished up at Colorado State. Yeah. And, of and course, then came back to yeah. I, we formed a yeah we we formed a comedy group there. Right. It's lots of skit comedy. I did most of the writing and and we uh, we zipped off to Hollywood and, and tried to make it here. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to have that happen. And the rest is oh, yeah. history. <laughs> you, you've done so, you've done so many um, TV appearances in in so many. Uh, Great shows. Another favorite, other than than Wizards, was um, you were on the episode of the A Team. I loved the used to love the A Team as a as a kid. What <laughs> yeah, was, it was fun. Yeah. What was your A Team experience like? Oh, it was great. It was really great. Had some nice experiences with uh, uh, with Mr. T. He was really fun. 
In fact, my parents came to visit the set while we were filming, and, okay. and he went over to my mother and he said, your boy, I, I, how do you put it? He said, I, I don't like your boy. <laughs> and I said, oh, what's the matter? She said, because he makes me laugh. He makes me laugh. I'm trying to do my scene and he makes me laugh. And then he just laughed and he hugged her and said, oh, here, here's, you take my seat, mama. And he t- gave his seat to her and he was really nice. George yeah. Picard was a little bit of a, of a, he was weird. Who's that? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, he was okay, but he just yeah. was a little, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he wanted to be doing TV. Oh, okay. So um, he was, wasn't the most pleasant guy in the world. Oh, okay. And, That's uh, a shame. But everybody else was great. Yeah. Everybody else was great. In fact, I'm trying to remember the guy's name now, and I'm forgetting. I'm sorry. I'm on a lot of drugs. You're all right. I'm on a lot of drugs from uh, from my recovery. I'm recovering from knee surgeries. You're all right, yeah. uh, And I forget. But what, the guy that was the real good-looking guy in the Oh, oh yeah, Dirk Benedict. Uh, Dirk Benedict. Yeah, yeah. Liked me so much. Yeah. He, he liked me so much that he asked me to be part of, he was doing Hamlet in New York. Oh, wow. On a big stage in New York. Okay, well. So he asked me to do that, and I flew to New York, and I was going to do the play, and uh, and I just didn't do it well. I, I couldn't get it together, and right. I'd never done Shakespeare, and so yeah. so I so after about a week, I, they replaced me. But mm. but uh, yeah, but the eighteen part was good. That yeah. was great. Yeah, I say he seemed he seemed uh, like a nice sort of chap that uh, Dirk Benedict fellow. Really a nice guy. Yeah, he yeah. was really wonderful to me. So I mean, um, you know, I mean, as a as really like a a jobbing actor with all all of these TV appearance i mean you 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 did single episodes you 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 know you were a regular on on a few series um did i mean were you just that hungry you just said yeah book me and everything or did you did you get choosy after a while or no never got choosy never got choosy. Just, <laughs> I, just I wanted to do whatever they had i just okay. loved working yeah and especially the more versatile and the more different the parts were right yeah so yeah so you you kind of look you kind of chose it on on roles sort of said oh yeah I'd be interested in playing you know this guy and that guy and that yeah you know sometimes it was it was so thick with um, offers yeah. like when I was doing nineteen when I did nineteen forty one with you know Steven Spielberg's movie yeah uh, I met the head of comedy development from CBS and she uh, said do you mind if you know we try to get you a TV show because I think it'd be great you're yeah. wonderful and you're talented and I, I said, oh, absolutely, of course. Mm. I'd love that. So they sent me on nine pilot auditions wow. in the next uh, in the next like two weeks. Yeah. And I got offers on every I got offers on every one of them. Wow. So suddenly I'm suddenly I'm in the middle of it, going, I don't know what to do. I'm used to doing anything I'm offered, you know. Yeah. So uh, I wound up doing a show called The Last Resort. Yeah. Which was Gary Goldberg's show and. Uh, Gary Goldberg, who uh, did Family Ties and a bunch of other really good shows. Yeah. Um, and it was the best one. So it, I wound up being named the best new person on television. Wow. Got a lot of reasons to toot my horn here. That was great. But, did you, but did yeah, that's the only... Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? No, you're right. I was just going to say, did you ever have, uh, you know, in, in did you ever have, you know, conflicting schedules? Like you, you were doing a show and then they said, oh, you've been offered a... Uh, you know, a spot over here, and you rush off and do that, and then come back, and that sort of thing. Well, it it happened a couple of times, and I can't really remember which ones, but yeah. uh, but they usually, uh, you know, the the ads on both shows will usually try to work it out where you can go and do this and leave early and go and do the two days you want to do on that show, and right. they're usually pretty accommodating. They're usually very accommodating in that yeah. that way. 
you mentioned 1941 in there. Uh, you're a part of, you know, a truly... I mean, geez, everyone was in that movie. Aykroyd, Belushi, Christopher Lee. Yeah, it was great. Kishiro Mofuna, oh, yeah. Robert Stack, John Candy, Slim Pickens, Dick Miller, oh, yeah. Samuel Fuller. Yeah, I... Um, <laughs> you know, Mickey Rourke, Ned Beatty. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, one of the... One of the first things Mickey Rourke ever did, and I, he yeah. was sleeping on his agent's couch at that point. Wow. He didn't have any money, so, so yeah. I would pick him up every morning and drive him to the set. And wow. All he kept talking about was that he wanted to work with Chimino. Okay. He wanted to work with Chimino. He kept writing letters. And then, and then he wound up doing, uh, I forgot the name of the movie. But oh, he yeah, um, with Year of the Dragon. Yeah. Did some great stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a wonderful actor. Yeah, that was uh, that was a, a, a huge cast to be a part. You didn't bump into Samuel Fuller any time, did you? Uh, I did not. He, he's more, uh, you probably know, he's a more famous director yeah, yeah. Uh, than he is an actor. He's a, yeah. He used to do all the old war movies and stuff. Uh, uh, he was friend, He was good friends with Bobby DeChico, who was one of the kid leads in it. Uh, yeah. It's funny how I got into 1941, because yeah. I was hired to work one, I was hired to work one day. Right. Uh, and, uh, and I, it, we were what was called a cover set, which meant, um, if it rained, they would come in and film our, our scene right. because it was raining and they had to come, come inside. Yeah. So, um, they left us inside. It was me and John Candy and, uh, Aykroyd and, and it was in the barracks and it was supposed to be a fight that broke out. Well, I, I, I had just come off a comedy group where I was the leader, so I was, giving people directions, saying, let's do this, and you do there, and now you move here, and you do this, and I'll do that. <laughs> and of course, I made myself, you know, the main focus of the entire thing, because yeah. I wanted to do it. <laughs> and uh, finally, after about four days of it being sunny, it rained, they came in and asked us to go on, and we showed them what we had prepared. And Spielberg liked it so much, right from uh, his little seat up by the camera, he uh, he said, wow, you're really, uh, you're really funny, yeah. Uh, you doing anything for the next few weeks? And I said, uh, oh, no, of course not. Uh, he said, well, we'll have somebody call you. I want you to work more in the movie. Wow. So the entire crew applauded. They applauded. And I wound up working 27 weeks wow. on the movie instead That's of one day. And it was I was part of the tank crew. Uh, and instead of the tank crew leaving and leaving me in the dust at the end of that scene, right. I just hopped on the back of the, uh, of the tank and I went with them. <laughs> so I, it was great. Wow. It was really nice. And yeah. what what was Mr. Spielberg like? Nice bloke. He he was just like a little kid. Yeah. Just a kid that was real excited with his work, and uh, yeah. you know, and 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 I had no, I've never had any. Um, uh, I I have fun being irreverent right, to people, right. so you yeah. know, so so I, I didn't hesitate to say, uh, "Yo, boy, wonder, what do you want us to do here? We we're, we're standing here and." And uh, and then my parents came to the set. My parents who had been uh, in New Jersey, and they came by for a while. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he just said, "Oh, go it's getting the water." We were in this big. The, he he built this big ocean water thing. Right. Right. And uh, and it was yeah yeah it was wonderful. Yeah. Just nice. Uh, just just I I've been lucky. I've had some great directors to work with. Yeah. Sure. Um. To to talk to talk to you. Um. I mean. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, Wizards is, is my big favorite, but you're, uh, to talk to you is to, is to talk about Twin Peaks. Um, and, uh, the, you know, you you, uh, you were in the original series. 
you were in Fire Walk with me, and, and you've recently been in the uh, the revival. Uh, well, I guess yeah, I was what very, was the whole? Very lucky to get to do that. Yeah, what was the whole uh, your whole Twin Peaks experience? You know, talking about then and now, like. Well, originally um, I was called, and they said they want to see you on this part for a, a new thing, Twin Peaks, uh, but they have to see you this afternoon. Right. Uh, and unfortunately, it was a French-Canadian accent, right, and right. I didn't know how to do a French-Canadian accent. Right. Uh, I said, and they said, oh, just, you know, so I went in, and, I, and I, I did the scene, and I got the part, and they called me, and I said, uh, can I get with a dialect coach so I can get that all right? They said, well, what you did at the audition was fine. Don't worry about it. And I said, what I did at the audition was Pepe Le Pew from the comics, <laughs> you know, from the cartoon. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So they they spend a dialect coach, and I wound up doing it. Yeah. And then when it was the series was over, I met uh, David at the end of the the first season. Right. And, and he said we really liked what you did. I because uh, I had not worked with him as a director. And right. Other people directed all the episodes I did. Uh, and he said we're going to bring you bring you back. I said David, I I uh, I died in the last episode that I was in. He said did bullshit. He said, we got flashbacks, we got dream sequences. If I want to bring you back, I'm going to bring you back. So <laughs> we left and then he brought, he, sure enough, they did fire, fire walk with me and I, I, you know, had a good part in that. And then we went to uh, Cannes together after fire walk with me. Right. So I went with David to, to, to Cannes and mm -hmm. uh, got interviewed at the most, if any of you have ever gone to Cannes, it's the most incredible. I mean, it's like Academy Awards there for two weeks right. every day there are thousands thousands and thousands of people and every party you go to you have to be ushered in by police because they're just throws of people that are right, rushing yeah. to see you and wow. especially with david because and then this particular time um you know i've been i've been uh laid up for a while so i haven't worked i haven't worked in 12 years yeah and i got a call from i got a personal call from david saying Wow. I want to bring you back for the new new series, uh, and I sure enough I said to him, David, I died. Okay, but you do know, <laughs> you do know that I died. <laughs> you know, I, so so he, so he created a new character, right. uh, my own twin brother. Okay. So now instead of playing Jacques, I'm playing uh, Jean Michel uh, Renault, right. my own twin brother. So. That's great. But it was great. It was great going back in, and yeah. I, I walked into the set. I hadn't worked like I said in twelve years. Yeah. Uh, he gave me a long, full-page speech to learn, and yeah. um, you know, I took about an hour and a half to memorize it and learn it and make some choices on it, and uh, mm. I did it in one take. Wow! One take, and, and everybody applauded, and I said, ah, I, "I guess I got it. I got to get back to acting again because this is what I should be doing." Yeah, and it was so, probably that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it was probably great to see, uh, you know, old friends as well that you met from the. You know, a lot of the same people, a lot, certainly a lot of the same people were there, yeah. Yeah. When I worked, that's right. Even the crew people were the same people. Wow. But yeah, yeah of course. Good mm. people, yeah. Yeah. So any any interesting tales from the, the set of Twin Peaks? Was it was it as uh, was it as strange an atmosphere as the show, or was it relatively tame? No, it, it, that's the one thing about uh, David is that he he uh, he's like a midwestern. Uh, normal person right you know when you talk to him he does 
he's not bizarre in any way. Right, yeah. He has this bizarre imagination. So, yeah, yeah he, uh, no, nothing bizarre about the set. No. Uh, this new show is incredible, wasn't it? I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. It is so, it was so imaginative and just, yeah. I, he's just by far, by far a major genius. Yeah, he's definitely, so pleased that I've worked. he's one of the greats. But uh, now you, you've you've mentioned there a couple of times, and we we should talk about it. You've um, you've been laid up as, as you say for for quite some time now. It's you know, twelve years is a long time. Um, and, and and for someone who and for someone who is was as busy as you were, um, you know that must be kind of uh, you know very disheartening. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've had 19 surgeries on my left leg. Right. Um, and and what kept happening was it kept getting reinfected and reinfected. Right. Uh, a couple of years, couple of years ago, I ran into some people that knew of some doctors and some new treatments that had been going on in Mexico. Right. And they knew that knew a person that was coming over here that I want to talk to them, and I did, and I got these shots. Uh, and things started getting better for the first time. And so instead of fighting tooth and nail just to stay afloat, uh, it was actually getting better. Right. So it is getting better. Uh, the only problem is it's not approved of yet in this country. Oh. I have to pay for everything. I have to pay for everything myself. Right. Uh, and I probably, I probably put over 60 grand into it wow. since this all started. Uh, so, but there's no, I don't have any choice other than you know, to not do this and just lose the leg, yeah. which I don't want to do. Uh, but I, it looks real promising for the first time. And when I worked on Twin Peaks, you know, last December, uh, it made me understand I could work again. So, oh, that's good. Uh, so I'm going to be working again. I just got to got to raise some more money because every week it's about six hundred dollars to no. get these shots if I get them wow. get them the way they're supposed to be. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, and, and so you've got. Um, we, we should mention you have a, a an indie. What is it? India Go Go or GoFundMe uh, page? GoFundMe, uh, yeah. GoFundMe, yeah. It's called GoFundMe. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a great little site, and if you go on there, there's dozens and dozens of pictures of my career, and mm. you could uh, see which one you might have liked from my past. And mm. you know, I've had so many people that have been generous and. You know, have given twenty bucks or fifty bucks, and and have said, you know, you, you made me laugh so many times in my past. Uh, you know, your show, this one was the favorite of my youth, and you know, I'm so like like you saying about wizards and warriors. Yeah. So good to be able to repay. Good to be able to repay you by by helping you, and you're in need now. Totally. So people have been wonderful. You know? Totally. So people any, have been really wonderful. We, we should say everyone out there listening, um, go to Walter's. If if Walter made you laugh, um, which he <laughs> he always made me laugh, talking to his horse, um, go and check out his GoFundMe page, and and if you can, um, yeah, let's let's help get Walter uh, back on his feet and uh, back to doing what he does best, and that's uh, and being the great actor that he is, and um, that's 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 the goal, that's the that's the mission right now. But um, uh, thank you so much, brother. Uh, yeah, but uh, I I suppose before we go, I, I haven't mentioned it, but um, you you um, you were an indelible part of um, of a great film that that I almost forgot to mention, which was uh, the client. Uh, 
Uh, we never ah. we never spoke about the client. What was the what was that whole experience? Joel Schumacher and 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 all that. What was that experience yeah. like? Uh, just uh, you know, a difficult uh, experience because you know when I get into a part, I try to get into it as realistically as possible. Uh, mm. Um, and it's a tough, tough part to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joe, I know, I knew Joel from, we both studied with the same teacher. Right. Uh, Milton, Milton Katsalas, we studied with him for years, even though I'd never met him because he was in the directing wing and I was in the acting wing. Right. Um, but anyway, he wanted me in and, and I just decided to really blow it out at this audition. And I asked the casting director if I could touch her and I wound up pinning her up against the couch and thing. Right. And I, I found out later from, uh, I found out later from Joel, he said that when I walked out of the room, the, the casting director looked up and said, that might have been the greatest audition I've ever seen. Wow. I'm still shaking. Wow. <laughs> so, and so I went and did it, and uh, what was funny was this new kid, Brad Renfro, yeah. was the little boy in it. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, really unfortunately, he died of an overdose of drugs yeah. once he got to Hollywood. But but he, when he was in the movie, uh, he had never done anything before. Right. But he was a real street kid. Right. Never yeah. been in a play. Never been never been in anything in, in his high school. Nothing. He just he was just street kid that would you know sell you cigarettes on the side of the yeah. on the set. You know. Yeah, he, like, yeah, he but gave, he was so good at it. Yeah. He gave that impression. And uh, and and I. Um, I was so mean to him in this scene, if, if you recall, yeah. and I had to like be really like a shit to him because right. I was gonna kill him. I was gonna kill him. Yeah. And when I was leaving, I, I said to Joel, I said, "I'm gonna try to take take him Brad out for dinner or something. I want to make up to him." He said, "No, no, you can't." He said, "He's got to remember. He's not an actor. Right. He's got to remember being scared of you. If you take that away, it's gonna ruin his performance." And I, yeah. I said, "What do you mean? I was I thought I could apologize." So the funny thing is, so I, I, I actually went, I wound up taking him to dinner a few months later after the movie was finished. Uh, but I went home and my son, yeah. who's now a screenwriter in Hollywood, my son Zach is around the same age as, as uh, the boy in the movie. And I, I said, Zach, I don't even know if I want you to see this movie. And mm. God, I was so mean to this kid. And my God. Yeah. And he said, Dad, he's nine years old. He said, Dad, I think I know by now that you're nice. I was absolved by my nine-year-old son. Uh, my, no, son my son, by the way, has gotten, yep. gotten very lucky now. He's, he's, by the way, he just uh, presented me, he and his wife, Katrina, yep. just presented me with my first grandchild. All right, my yeah. first granddaughter, Sadie. So what yeah, she's you, about three months old. Way to go, granddad. There you so, go. Yeah. But he's uh, having some great success now. That's wonderful. As a screenwriter. He, uh, he's, I think he sold about five scripts already. And well, there there, uh, a couple of them are already in preparation. And, wow. And he sold his first script for a hundred grand. Wow. He said, I'm, I'm still eating noodles ramen, though, because oh. <laughs> I'm still eating out of a can. Because oh. with screenwriters, I guess they don't pay them until the movie <laughs> you know, starts to come out. Until yeah. it's, so he signs a contract for $100,000 and winds up seeing about, you know, 2,000 of it in the first six months. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird thing. Well, it's an, but it's, he did what, yeah, did what he wanted to do, and, and he's running now. Oh, that's good. Well, he's, he sounds like he's got the, the luck of the old man, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did an interview uh, with someone for a radio station here. Okay. Uh, and 
and I didn't realize I didn't realize how much I had influenced him. Right. But he was talking about me for for ten minutes, saying mm. I I saw how dedicated my dad was, and I saw how he wouldn't rest until he nailed something, and so I put that into my work as a writer, and there you, you know uh, that's the way I was taught to be when I and you know we never talked about it, but that was nice to hear. Yeah. You, know, you kind of think you you think your kids don't appreciate you until they show that they do. So. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, he used to go to yep, go on. he used to go to all the he used to go to all the. He went everywhere with me. Uh, he would travel to wherever I was and spend a week. And you know, behind the scenes, he was always on on sets with me. So. That's great. Good kid. I only got one, but he's the, he's the best. That's great. That's fantastic. Well, best. Uh, well, you know, next time you speak to him, pass on my best. Best of luck. I hope it uh, the up and up continues. Yeah, I sure will. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> anyway, we're we're just about out of time. So, uh, Walter, it's been absolutely a pleasure to finally talk to Marco. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, after all these years, um, the horse says he's hungry. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, right. But um, it's it's been really great. Uh, I hope that um, everyone listening, and I and I hope on on your end too, people continue to to go to your GoFundMe page and help you. Uh, Continue to get better so that uh, you can get back to to doing what you do best. And um, well, that's the plan. Yeah, and plan. Uh, and I I I hope that um, I hope it all turns out well, and that uh, and that you get better, and that uh, we'll see you uh, on the small screen, the big screen, any screen. Uh, all right. These days, in 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 the coming. Uh, you know, months and years and whatever, because uh, you're a fantastic actor, and it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to finally talk uh, to you. Uh, finally talk to you. God Walter. bless you, sir. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.